do you ever ask yourself, why you gotta be that way? Um, more times than I care to admit now that you say it. Yeah, yeah. there's just w- little weird things about ourselves that make us who we are, and yeah. that's all great, but there, it's a little quirkiness <laughs> to each of us, and I've really had something bubble to the surface recently as I'm looking to get a different car, mm-hmm. and this has been an idea for months because my car is very old, yeah, she a is. lot of miles, and we're ready to retire her. Like we need to give old Betty a hug and exactly. a send-off. <laughs> send her off on her way. <laughs> And my husband is ready and wants me to spend money and like, let's go. And I have just been waiting and waiting and waiting because to me, and I'm not judging any salesperson. I know they got to feed their family yeah, yeah, and yeah. they do a great job. Mm-hmm. But I feel this weird pressure when I walk into the place that it's like, well, zoom, all eyes on you. It's because you're a people pleaser. You don't want to disappoint. It can be kind of awkward. Okay. You, you don't strike me as a haggler. And if you want to get the best price, you right. got to haggle. Yeah. 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 So I and it's it. interesting you mentioned that because our sales rep, uh, Dan and I, we're now on a first name basis. Oh, wow. We're texting, you know, looking at deals, looking at options. <laughs> I'm asking him how the kids are doing. Josh, <laughs> this has become a problem. Mary and Josh Daily Podcast brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family owned partner with a direct lender advantage. Mary. Josh. Daily. Mary. Josh. Daily. Sometimes you need to step into accountability. Mary, that's your favorite word. Yes. One of my least favorite words, (laughs) but I'm going to make myself vulnerable here. I am a rule follower. You are. I do not like the feeling of being rebellious and or just skirting the rules because there's they're there for a reason. That's yeah. my general disposition. I need to know if I'm breaking the rules or not. Ooh, I can't wait. Okay, so like I'm a big Cleveland sports fan and so there are some writers that I read from a Cleveland newspaper and read them online. But they have they've put up a paywall. Like you have to have a subscription to read some of their articles. Come on, guys. I know. So I am not hacking around that. However, when the author posts on Facebook, here's my latest article. It's free. If if I use the computer, it still hits the paywall. If I use my phone, it doesn't. And I can still read it. Hey. I feel a little guilty, but not right now guilty enough to stop. So am I breaking the rules or no? If there's a glitch in their system mm-hmm. and it lets you legally get by without paying, you're not well, doing anything wrong. See, I don't know if it's legal, though. Like, am I am I if somehow accidentally you, stealing? If you do get in trouble, I'm pretty sure it's a slap on the wrist. Talking good, good news. Oh, it's always good news when you're celebrating something. And yes. Christina, I love this. She just posted, thankful to celebrate 16 years of sobriety today. She said, thanks to God, the 12-step program, my family, and my sponsor. So if you've got something, too, and you don't have to top that, just add to it. Mm -hmm. Share what's good, 614-479-1049. Everybody's got their favorite like Christmas movie or their favorite funny movie. Oh, yeah. Right? How about their favorite kids' Halloween time movie? movie okay did you ever think of that like do you have one dude hocus pocus okay okay all the way i've not ever seen that i know so do you not love bet midler she's pretty great researchers (laughs) with too much time on their hands they divided it up by state again okay and they went with every state's favorite kids movie for this time of year and florida maine and hawaii are nuts they're nuts they chose et as their favorite I know what the f- the face you're making now 
is the same that I made. Just like just because it's a it's got some jump scares in it and it's an alien doesn't make it a movie oh. you put on after the kids get back from trick or treating. Plus, it was released in June of 1982. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that one. I mean, we could have gone with Scooby Doo, The Adams Family, Hocus Pocus. Hold on, why Scooby Doo? Well, there's a there's a Halloween special for that oh, one. Oh, okay. So, anyway. But Hocus Pocus. Yeah, so that that's one of the options. And I will say this, I actually think everybody's way wrong in the entire country. Because? It's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, is hands down the best. Plus, it's super short. That's a nice little bonus. Hocus Pocus, The Adams Family, E.T. Mm-hmm. Some of the most popular kids' Halloween time movies in the country. The researchers apparently put that together. First of all, E.T. does not belong on that list. It's just it, weird. No, it, it's it's just not one of those films. And then what about the actual, hello, the actual best one ever? Uh-huh. It's, it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. I just love when Linus is writing to the great pumpkin. You know, if you're not real, don't tell me. I don't want to know. Like, it's so, it's the most adorable thing. I love yeah, it. Yeah, you like it a lot. It's uh, great. Dana, what do you think? Hey, I'm in agreement. The Great Pumpkin is awesome. I also like the Winnie the Pooh. Oh. They have two where they're looking for Heffalump and Jaguars. The suspense is amazing. Did you say the suspense is amazing? Yes. <laughs> I never imagined there would be some anxiety with a Winnie the Pooh movie. <laughs> I'm speechless it right is now. Be- because poor Piglet, he thinks they're jumping out under the bed and behind every Piglet. He's always a little skittish. I'm sorry I'm not laughing, but I'm laughing. There are loopholes. Whatever scenario you might be looking at, thinking of, it's up to you to find them. And Ken thinks he did way back in the day. Go ahead. When I was a little kid, there was three of us, my brother, my sister, and myself. And we would go out from like 6 o'clock. We had those paper grocery bags. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we would go out and literally fill them because we'd go to like the two different neighborhoods. Oh, yeah. Then we would come back. We would change costumes and go again. You! What? Come on! We had six full grocery bags. And a Mm. little disclaimer, we're not encouraging you to cheat the system. (laughs) Save some for others. So hard to talk about the things in life that are painful, but... There's so much power in sharing your story and knowing you're not alone. And specifically this month, as we look at families and parents who have lost an unborn child and Mm. just trying to walk through that journey and how hard that can be. Alden is here. Alden, what did you think? What was your reaction when you got that call? When I found out about it, I yelled up at the Lord and I said, I'm done with you. I walked away for about three seconds and started yelling at him again. And I realized... I can't walk away from God. I chose to trust Him, and He's done amazing things in my life, and I just have to trust Him in the good times and the bad times, and that's it. I just want to encourage people, if you stay with the Lord and search for Him, He may not give you all the answers, but He'll definitely carry you through anything. It's the one time no one is allowed to argue with you. Ooh, I like this. Whatever brings you joy, brings you joy. Do your thing, right? You okay. do you. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of a phrase that we've really taken on in the last several years. Exactly. So there I am the other day at home and just 
really stressful and there's a lot of stuff that's just triggering me and just not putting me in a good place. So I'm like, I need to do something to interrupt the cycle in my brain. I need to just get outside of myself. So Josh, the only thing I could come up with as a therapy tool was leaf blowing. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) My husband and son are hanging out inside and they just hear... (laughs) Turn it off. My arms are turning. <laughs> and I'm just out of there in a tornado of leaves. And it helped. Yeah. Okay, good. It good. healed this little part of my heart that just needed help. I, I want to know, um, just in terms of follow-up, did you blow them like into a pile to use later? Because jumping into a leaf pile can be a lot of fun, too. Yeah. Plus, you I, had a six-year-old. Yeah, like that. I just kind of blow them. I was just really not in a good place, Josh. Okay. I was blowing them everywhere. I mean, in the neighbor's yard, so in the street. It was a completely selfish move, basically. Absolutely. Oh, just get real cozy wherever okay. you are. Oh, this is nice. One of the best childhood books, Good Night Moon. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. This is an updated 2021 version 15 years later. Ooh, okay. In the moody teen's room, there was a cell phone and some very strong fumes (laughs) and an alarm clock that was set for noon and a pile of clothes on the floor, which should have been put in the drawer and six dirty glasses an old schedule of classes and a comb and a brush that he never did touch. (laughs) And a tired, frazzled mom who still loved him so much. Oh. Good night, stinky socks. <laughs> Good night, Xbox. Good night, old teddy bear. Good night, smelly air. Good night, mamas everywhere. That's amazing. <laughs> that is so good. And Josh, you are the the poet here in the room, <laughs> and I'm guessing that you could even do a better updated version well, of that one. I don't know if it's better, but I've got one. It's already forming in my head. Uh, Ten minutes from now on the river. Brings back all the memories. The cherished children's book, Good Night Moon. Mm-hmm. Well, someone decided to update it. And Josh, you're quite a poet. So <laughs> I'm thinking... You can do the same. Yeah. Okay, so I've worked something up. And the, the previous update was about a, a teenager's messy room. Yes. So I'm kind of using that motif. Okay. So here I have mine. <clears throat> In the dark, quiet kitchen, there is a pot and a baked-on pan and a bunch of dirty plates from the family dinner of ham and piles of wet rags that probably belong in a trash bag and eight stray green beans and something splattered on the window screen <laughs> and a comb and a brush. Why do they fight to put them away so much? <laughs> and a bleary-eyed parent and uneaten baby carrots. Good night, fruit flies. Good night, ants, you sneaky guys. Good night, paper towels. In the ble- in the breeze you are flapping. Good night, kitchen, where love and family happen. <laughs> you ever hear advice or somebody's perspective? It stopped you in your tracks because it was so good. Yeah. Like, I've never heard that before. I remember a lot of years ago, some friends of ours had a house go up for sale down the road from them, and the family that moved in ended up being a really important part of our friends' lives. Mm. Uh, they did a lot of life together, and they said, matter-of-factly, well, yeah, we prayed them into the neighborhood. I'm like, what? Prayed we, them into the neighborhood? It's like, no, you knew them and you wanted them? No, we didn't know them, but we prayed them in. It's like, what does that even mean? As soon as the house went up for sale, they started praying for the right family to move in for the neighborhood and for them. They wanted it to be a family they would grow to love. And bingo, God showed up big time. Mary 
a house just went up for sale down the street from us. Yeah. As soon as I saw the sign, I said, God, bring the right people. Mm. Bring the right family for our neighborhood and for us. I'm specifically thinking about our oldest son, Drew. He plays with some kids in the neighborhood, but they're all little kids because of his younger brothers. He doesn't have anyone. Aw. And making friends, he's got friends, but they all kind of live a distance away, and it's a little tough. So I'm even being more specific. I'm asking God, please bring a family with a kid Drew's age that he already knows. I'm just, I'm going right there. Just going, someone that he's comfortable with. That he can, hey, I'm going to so-and-so's house. And like, yes, I'll see you in five hours. Go (laughs) have fun. I'm hoping God will deliver. He's good either way, but I'm hoping he does. I'll keep you posted. You probably never thought you'd go there. Uh, For example, let's think way back, Mary, when your cat Precious was still with us. God rest her soul. Yes. Um, Did you ever have the desire to just take a taste of what she was eating? Is this <laughs> okay? Is this okay. happening right now? Listen, Haley and Jace from the afternoon show here at the river. Jace is a weirdo. Listen, mm-hmm. have you seen Fancy Feast commercials? That stuff looks good. Oh, <laughs> like I Are can't you? be the only wait, wait, wait. one. Mm-mm. You're telling me that when a Fancy Feast commercial comes on, <laughs> you start salivating. Oh, You're thinking, it looks mm, so. Listen to the delicious. flavors they have. Grilled seafood. Chicken feast. Stop. Okay. I think we would all agree we don't want to eat cat food. However, I remember, and I need to tell Jace this before he does something he regrets. Uh-huh. When I was a kid, my cousins had a dog, and they had these these things called pepperonis. No, you didn't. No, no, no. I didn't. My cousin did. Oh. I agree. You open the bag, you're like... I will put this on a pizza right now. It smelled so good, and they looked like Slim Jims. We were like, okay. But she, again, took the test uh, quotes for all of us, and she said, uh, no, it's like dirt on a cat paw. Think of this scenario. You're in one of those escape rooms. Maybe you love that. Maybe you don't. You're already anxious. I'm sorry. Breathe. It's fine. It's just a story. But you're in there with hundreds of other people, most of which you don't know, and you all have to figure out what you're supposed to do in order to escape the escape room. If it sounds intimidating, at least to me, it really is, because who's in charge? How do you communicate all the ideas with all these different people? How do you get anything done? My name is Josh, and United Faith Mortgage is the exact opposite of that room full of hundreds of strangers. They are a small family team, which allows them to give personal one-on-one service. My family has experienced it a couple of times, when we bought our home a few years ago, and then when we refinanced last year. They're great at connecting with you And this is the best. They're great at mortgages. United Faith Mortgage has partnered with the River for years because they believe their core is the same as ours. Faith and family. See what it's like for yourself. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. Animal number 1330. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage. Produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to riverradio.com or on Facebook, search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh.